Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Good morning. Welcome in today to our daily spiritual practice of tarot. Uh, welcome in uh, to my home, to my practice, where we join collectively. It's so good to see you. It's so good to have you here today with me at my table. I've got our cards pull. I've got my <laughs> coffee alternative concoction of dandelion and chicory and all sorts of stuff here today. So I am, I am set to go. I'm set to be here. And I was talking yesterday a little bit about getting back into a morning routine where I'm really kind of feeding my soul quietly in the morning. And I'm still doing that. <laughs> I did it again this morning. And I just, it, it really has been not only supporting me, but I think it's going to really support this podcast as, you know, I pull my cards and I'm reading my daily codependent reading and I'm reading, you know, whatever book I'm into. I read a couple pages, I journal. And what I notice is that all sorts of themes come up and that's really cool. And as I do that, I'm looking at our cards and I'm contemplating what's real for me and also what I'm reading and what I'm taking in intuitively as energy for the day. So I kind of love that. I love having a daily reader um, and a daily book with a couple pages to read um, because it feels a little bit like tarot. Um, And there's a specific word and I'm spacing on it where you kind of just open a book at random. And that is a little bit like pulling a tarot card or pulling an oracle card. You are setting the intention that you would like some sort of guidance from the world. And in that way, you're watching around you for the answer. And you can put that intention into something like looking to a tarot deck to find the answer or looking into a book and randomly opening it and finding your answer there. I find I'm also doing this with people more and more where I I know I need something today. Sometimes I don't even know what it is yet, but I know I'm just experiencing and I'll put myself into groups of people having conversations. And when I hear about someone else's experience, it offers me something about mine or I hear something that lends some sort of wisdom to what I'm going through. Um, That's a little bit like what you are doing when you show up to this podcast is you're saying, I'm going to turn this on today and I'm going to see if there's something here for me around what I'm going through. And you're kind of setting the intention with yourself, with source, with universe, um, with the world around you that you are open to receiving wisdom, that you're open to receive something that maybe you didn't think of today. And what I love the most about this is that this is how we become really an individual who is deeply embedded in connection in the world. 
Because before, when we're in our codependency, and you know that's who I talk to here on the podcast, um, what happens is we're always looking outside of ourselves um, and we're always looking for, and it's just really weird if you're an overfunctioner like I am, which means we're self-sacrificers, we're fixers, we're advisors, right? We're doers. We do on behalf of other people. We're supporters. Um, what happens is both things are happening at the same time, but in the opposite flow. And so we're always forcing ourselves to have answers. We're always forcing solutions on the world, what we think is the right thing to do. And we close off the rest of the world because of it. We're, we're not open to it. Um, and some people who are codependent are looking outside of themselves as well for the answer in like the underfunctioner way. Um, so there's that as well, though. I, I tend to call in overfunctioners, fixers, people pleasers, things like that. Um, so it's really interesting because in this way, we're saying, I don't have all the answers. And there's something really beautiful, reminds me of the hanged man, where we're saying, I surrender, that I have all the control, all the power, um, or that I know everything there is to know. And I'm willing to let universe, source, God, uh, people, what energy, whatever you believe in, offer me what I need today. If I just set the intention that I'm looking for it, you know, like, please show me is such a beautiful prayer. Like, just please show me, please show me. And we can project that onto a tarot, which I think is why tarot is so powerful because it's like, please show me. And in that we can see. And we can walk through the world and find our answers on a podcast or find our answers in conversation where someone's not even talking about our situation. And we can find it on the page of a book we're reading right now. It's really cool, isn't it? I just love it. So I just wanted to name that today. Um, you know, I always kind of flow. I don't even know what I'm going to share with you when I first come into these. Um, but that's really something I've been thinking of. And I've been working at being more open because honestly, it calms me down. It, it puts less pressure on me. Uh, there's a lot less weight to bear <laughs> when I am believing that I can be open and I will be shown, which is really cool. Um, and I think it really ties to the theme as, as these usually do. So let's get into that. So today, our self-abandonment card is the emperor card. It's the fourth card of the major arcana. It is an Aries, the Aries card in the deck, the main Aries card, uh, Aries signifier. So there's energy there of that. And it usually depicts a, you know, an emperor, um, somebody on a throne. There's usually ram imagery for the Aries uh, energy there and very stoic, very still. Um, Often the throne is made of some sort of concrete. There's a, there's a structure there, right? And our self-returning card is the Ten of Wands. And the Ten of Wands is often a depiction of somebody on a journey or on a path. And you can kind of see where they're headed usually. 
Uh, they're not kind of far away from possibly their destination here, um, but they're carrying this huge load of wands um, in their hands and they're kind of bent over from the weight. And this card is such a signifier of the burdens we bear and all of the actions and everything on the to-do list and all the responsibilities and obligations and creations that we have picked up and carried with us. And we're trying to get them somewhere. We're trying to get ourselves somewhere through all of this work, 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 um, and all of this action and all of these things we take on. So automatically, I, I'm assuming you can see something in that. And it reminds me a little bit, I pulled a card from my personalized touchstone deck, which is decks that I create uh, based on your human design astrology. And they're just affirmation decks. So you pull a card, you can go to my Instagram to look, you pull a card, it has your name on it, it has a little art piece that's specifically for you. And then it has a quote and I'm just in the mock-up stage. I'm creating this behind the scenes until I get it right. And then I'll be offering to create them for people. Um, but the one I pulled today is the, I do not have to complete work in order to engage in pleasure. And I really felt that come through. I don't think that's the whole theme, but there's so much here today about energy extension and energy depletion, um, about work, how hard things are, how much work we're putting into things, um, our effort and about just how much, uh, that takes out of us. And when I think about relationships through this lens, there's a real energy today that says when we, oh, when we are so rigid with our own plans of how things need to go, that, that can give us a lot. Uh, that's a lot of weight on our shoulders. And we often feel over-responsible in our relationships to make that happen, to be the person who, who carries the most, who bears the weight of the effort being put forward towards that specific plan. The emperor is, is a planner by nature. He's an, a director an overseer. When you think of Aries, Aries is a go-getter. It, it just does things and it's very, they're very direct. They're very assertive about what they want. They don't have any shame in what they want. They just want it and they want it now and they want it done. And there's a little bit of that. Um, they're very self-focused. Uh, the opposing is Libra, which is all harmony and making sure we're good together. And the emperor and Aries is very much like uh, my plan, my life, my way, <laughs> um, which can be amazing. That, that can be an amazing energy to step into. 
especially for people who've been codependent. <laughs> it's so good. But when he's in his self-abandonment, this becomes my plan, my way, but there's no help. That's what I'm seeing with the influence. I read these cards, they influence each other when I read them. And so when I see the 10 of wands next to it, it goes, I have a plan. I am doing this, but I will do it all alone. Um, and I will take on the weight of this. And I see how things go. And I see, um, you know, what I want to create. And I see the structure and the stability that's needed here. And when I think of relationships, this is when we step up. We have a plan in our head that will serve us. You know, we see how life and the relationship should play out. But what we often don't see consciously is that when we have a plan of how things have to work out in order for us to feel good, in order for us to feel stable, when that happens, what we are is we're denying the other person's experience, their dreams, their plans, um, what they see in the end. And then we're also denying that life has um, some plans for us. And that when we flow with life, we actually can't even begin to guess what better might be on the table than the plan inside our own head. I mean, I could not imagine at the beginning of April, 2020, that I would live in Nova Scotia within two years. That I would make a trek across the, the country and that I would find someone I have never felt this kind of love for before and have never had this type of relationship with before. And I can't imagine that in that time, I would move twice, that I would actually live in the dream place I wanted to live. And the funny thing about that, I always wanted that. And so when things fell through in 2020 to move out here the first time, I jumped into moving to that dream place because I'd always had that plan. And what I ended up realizing is, well, I loved it there. It was kind of a half-life there for me. And that life itself, if I let things happen, had a way better plan for me to be out here. And I love it here. I love it here. Mm, I love it here. <laughs> Sharing the other day just how good that was. And so when we're in the emperor energy, and I'm going to talk about relationships, but of course, apply this to your work, apply this to, um, you know, all sorts of areas of your life, your family, your home, whatever it might be, something you want to create, your friendships. When we have a plan for how things will go in the future, and then we just do everything we can do, we carry the burden of making that happen. Usually what we end up is like, we're, 
we're like glad the thing we wanted is happening, but it it's almost like a half satisfaction. We're not quite there. And often because we were forcing our way down the path and because we were carrying the weight of the expectations of how this had to go and what it had to look like and oh it you know and that we had to make that happen and that we have a certain destination in mind and we just have to put our head down carry all this and get there then the satisfaction is the relief that we finally have the picture that is the satisfaction we get from that and maybe it's a great life but for some today it's feeling like you kind of got to the to to the place you got to the to the plan you it's like you're living in the outcome right it's like oh i'm actually living that thing that that i really wanted and it doesn't quite feel as fulfilling as you thought and so there's some reevaluation today uh, the other thing i will say in terms of relationships today is that the reason the 10 of wands is here with the emperor is that when we try to be the director over both people's lives <laughs> or like our family if we have a family that's such a disservice and it weighs on us because actually probably everybody including your partner right um has a plan and an expectation and you might actually be working against each other you know both of you might be carrying these wands and this weight and all these actions that you feel you have to do to get to a certain place but because you haven't agreed on that place both of you are carrying burdens in a different direction and it's almost like i'm picturing a rope between two people who are trying to go in the opposite direction but they're not turning around to discuss together and here's the thing when we bond with someone and we actually are saying i want to build a life with you then there's no getting rid of that rope we chose the rope i want the rope i want my partner to be in this life with me doing life with me however if we're going in opposite directions that's just not going to work you know we're going to get what happens is we both stay still in order to stay together and i wrote that poem ages ago now um that was a poem but we do we we make that choice, but there's other choices. And the other choice available in the 10 of wands for us today is to evaluate the burdens, expectations, effort, work, actions that are weighing on us that we decided we had to do alone in order to head to whatever destination we have in mind for our life, for the relationship. What outcomes do we see in that? You know, and we can have a terrible existence when we deny reality and keep trying to push forward to the destination we wanted. For instance, you know, somebody wants to live here and somebody wants to live there. Um, what can happen 
in that is if we deny that our partner doesn't want to live in the same place we want to live, we will keep pushing and pushing. And now the effort is to change their mind slowly and slowly, instead of it becoming, I'm going to put effort to move this place together. It becomes, oh, first I have to put in effort to change their mind. And our 10 of wands says we don't have to do that. Our 10 of wands is always a call to evaluate what we picked up and carried on our own, the weight of it, the weight of those expectations and the weight of that effort to get there. And that we always have the option to one, ask for help, two, adjust the destination, or three, drop some of those wands. And so there's options, there's choice here. And we need to be watching in life what feels like the right choice. It doesn't have to be in this moment right now listening to this podcast. In fact, it probably won't be. But say to yourself, set the intention today, world, like, show me. Show me what option is coming for me. And let that sit for days, maybe even weeks. Show me, show me, show me, you know, and see if there's, see if there's an expectation. Sometimes, you know, this is the thing about having that bond with your partner and you still want to move forward. One, sometimes you have to give up effort and you have to give up changing the other person and you have to cut the rope and move on. If you still really want to get to the destination, then, and that destination is so vitally important to you, and maybe it is, and maybe it's not as much as you thought, it could be either, you know, then you got to cut the rope. Other times what we need to do is we need to change the destination. We have to say, oh, maybe I need to open up my destination, my expectation, um, that outcome I'm working towards and let that be more fluid and instead work with my partner and see if we can just follow the breadcrumbs, see if we can just follow what the next thing is. And together we can put in effort and we'll see where it takes us. And instead of focusing on the destination, we'll, we'll focus on, you know, what actions we take who we are, all those sort of things, our next decision, our next passion, what we're moving towards. So instead of the destination, you're focused on the action. Like, is my action in integrity with me and my values? And we'll see where that takes us. And then the other thing is that sometimes we just need to make a choice to sit down in the dirt together you know, and we need to really, how do I say this? We need to hash some things out. We need to work together to share what direction we want to move in. And in that, we can start to combine. If we really want to build that life together, we can start to combine. We can start to merge that vision. Um, think of it like a Venn diagram. Here's what I see in our future. The other person's like, here's what I see or what I want. And you're 
kind of sitting down to go through where are the overlaps and where are we willing to compromise and where are we not? And no longer being the emperor that dictates everything. And and the emperor is great, don't get me wrong, but it's in the self-abandonment. And so today it's like that reminder that there's to let go of the end picture. That's my big message. And maybe it was one of the other ones, but I'm going to leave it kind of there. Uh, the dictator always knows, the emperor always knows, you know, what it wants, what it wants it to look like. And it enforces everyone under it to create it. And so today, by taking one of those options, most likely letting go of the destination, letting go of the effort to force it, we're actually going to be able to make some strides. And we're actually going to be able to maybe, you know, put some pleasure and enjoyment before the work and the effort um, and start enjoying our life where it is right now and feel a little more weightless, feel a little lighter, feel like there's a, less burden on our shoulders of, of making this happen exactly how we, we picture it. Um, and in that we lighten everyone's load. Like when we lighten our load, energetically, the people around us have a lighter load because they feel the pressure of your expectations too. Everyone feels the pressure of expectations. Um, we feel it when our partner has expectations as well. Um, so everyone feels lighter when one person feels lighter. Um, and when one person is unburdened, energetically, other people begin to feel a little less burdened as well. So I'll leave it there. That feels like a really good ending. I'm, uh, I'm going to go about my day. I'm going to prioritize pleasure over work today, but I feel like I already did. The great thing about a morning routine that is really aligned with you is it offers you that pleasure before you even start the day. So I love it. I love it. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. I wish you're at my table. I imagine you here. I care about you lots and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennetdale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.